Welcome to episode 42 of the Out of Bounds podcast. You've been following us on, our, on IG. Then you'll see that the man in the middle here, Mr. Donnie, said that this is going to be a heated episode. What does he mean by that? We're going to find out soon enough. So stay tuned for more on this week's edition of the Out of Bounds podcast. Yes, sir. The big three is back in full effect once again for episode 42 of the Out of Balance podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Liddell the Fashionisto, managing director here at True River Culture Magazine. Alongside me this week is, like I said, the man in the middle, Mr. Donnie. Do not call me Donovan Wilkins. And last but certainly not least, we got the young blood, Mr. Noah Austin, a.k.a. Third Eye, a.k.a. Mr. Euro Step to your girl. And what's the other a.k.a., my brother? I, yeah, I think that's it for the AK. Actually, not nah, AK. Euro step to graduation. Yes, we're sir. To, we're trying to get there, man. We're trying to finish. Yes, Shit. Sir. The so, countdown's on. Like, only a few more weeks. A few more weeks yeah. until, until our boy walked down that aisle. But you see, Donnie over here. He's looking like James Harden with the with, what hairstyle you got this week, bro. Uh, I, I, I got uh, something like a nose hairstyle. Really, just like. You look, uh, you look like use, a, using a sponge to like curl that shit up and shit. You look, nah, you look like I actually this. did. Uh, I actually did a twist out. Oh, you did a twist out. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I've been using like this, like sponge and shit like that. So I just. Bro, I'm gonna tell you. Once your hair gets long enough, you gotta twist that joint together. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> yeah. You look like a mix of Joe and B and James Harden today, bro. Me? No, no, nah, nah, Donnie. Oh, uh, I Donnie. mean. I'm feeling like Joel and B. Um, not so much James Harden, but Uh-oh. I bet uh I've been in my group chats with all my friends talking mad shit, posting mad memes. Uh if you guys follow my uh, IG page, you know I've been on one. I've been on one. Um but first let me before I get into my rant, let me ask uh no, how you doing over the past weekend? How you been? You good? Troy, right, right, nah, I'm good. We're just what about me, bro? What about me? I get left out. I man. mean, Liddell gets no love. I get no love, bro. Nah, he gets no love. But nah, I mean, I'm good. Getting through school, watching NBA playoffs, writing current papers at the same time. That's the life. I love it. So um, my man got the clear white background, like he in heaven and shit. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah. Your camera has been on point these past two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> no, nope. I had consistent Wi Fi. That's what it was. Uh, no, no, the only one in 4K. He's the only one in 4K. Nah, I used to be in 1080p, man. I, nah, I used to be in 180p, not even 1080p. I used to be in 180p. Should I be shooting shit on Game Boy? So, to level up. Damn, I, I don't mean to be like a tech nerd, but the correct one is 144p, but I, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I have it. Oh, it, is, it is. But now nah, we, I'm good surviving, watching NBA playoff basketball. Can't complain. And we're, and we're going to get into that momentarily in, in regards to like our best and worst from the opening weekend of the NBA playoffs. But like I said at the beginning of my co opening, the man in the middle here, Donnie, he chose, he woke up and he yeah, chose yeah, violence. I, I'll, today. I'll take this real quick. Um, I'm going to talk my shit. I'm going to talk my shit. All right. You see what Embiid is doing? The leading MVP. There's no case. 
There's no case right now for him not to get MVP. You see what you look like you're the freestyle booth for Rap City. Because <laughs> I'm going to talk my shit. No, because no, y'all y'all been talking this all this shit. I told y'all since day one. We don't need another point guard. We have Maxi. Give that man the time. Give him the ball and let him run with it. What is he doing now? He's he's busting ass out there, yo. He's busting ass. <laughs> He's hey, yo, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like he's number one in field goal percentage, uh, 0.68%. He's uh, number two in uh, effective field goal percentage, 81%. Like, this this man is balling out here, uh, first place in uh, two point field goal percentage. There's only two games in. I mean, what can I say? The dude say is it's only, it's only how many games. Only two games in. All right. And this nigga hype like they won the championship. No, I'm hyped because this is my team. Fuck you mean. Fuck you mean. Don't try, don't try to diminish my light. We balling out here, all right? We straight balling. You saw what uh, B was talking about with Nick Nurse. telling him to shut the fuck up. Stop all that complaining. D up. Stop triple teaming. Stop double teaming. And let this man go to work. Um and James Harden, uh, I don't know, bro. You need to. I don't know. <laughs> he's not looking too good out there. Although he is contributing, like he he's doing his thing. He's getting into the line. Um, it's just he's not putting up those you know those numbers of the old days. But I mean, at this point, you don't really need him. So that's how you feeling. You on you. Not so much. I I think what he said in the press conference yesterday. Um, it's it's not like he's on a team where everybody's trash, so he can contribute in other ways. You get what I'm saying? Like, yes, I I would love for him to put up, you know, like twenty five, thirty five a game. But we have Maxi for that, the shining star. We have Tobias Harris, who's now, like getting into the rhythm, um, we had Danny Green had a, a, a semi good game last uh, last night, and um, yeah, I, I think we're coming together. Uh, the second unit with Maxi leading and um, James Harden, they're doing fabulous. Like, I, I feel like more eyes are on Maxi and MB as of right now. And Harden is starting to fall to the wayside and the media side of things. Like people are not talking about his downfalls as much. But uh, we'll see. Going to Toronto, Toronto, going to Toronto is a different story. So, yeah. Well, I I will say that I will say this. You guys have been impressive so far, but it's only two games, bro. It's only I ain't two games. It. I ain't right there. Oh, it's only two games, and y'all, and y'all only done what y'all supposed to do. Y'all oh, y'all, oh, y'all the home f- court. First, everybody was picking the Raptors to beat our ass. Now the narrative has changed on NBA Twitter and and the media. Now it's oh, the Sixers are doing what they supposed to do. Pick, pick, pick a lane, my guys. Pick a lane. Are we are we supposed to be title contenders or are we underdogs? First of all, y'all not title contenders. Then what the fuck are we? Y'all contend us to do what y'all always do, and that's get beat early and just 
not live up to expectations. Now, I personally still believe that the Raptors are going to win in seven games. I still believe that. And um, it's unfortunate that you scared Noah with your little rant. <laughs> nah, but all just aside, I guess Noah's have some technical difficulties. He'll be back. But um, you guys, yeah, y'all looking real good, I will admit. Did I think that you guys would look this amazing the first two games? No. But you guys only doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's protecting home court. You know, same thing that the Golden State Warriors have done, same thing that I'm just about winning go on the limb and guarantee that the Miami Heat is going to do because they played the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Uh, the only the only team that basically broke through so far that the Utah Jazz and the Minnesota Timberwolves by, you know, winning game one on the road. Yeah, you know, but yeah. you guys are just protecting home court. So I don't think it's like something that's worth, like, you know, like, yeah, like, like let me talk my shit, my guy. You know, I'm going to let you get I, I, I think I'm more – I'm more – more expressive because of Maxi, how this dude has come into his own, and uh, the fact that he wasn't in the top five to uh win and most improved player is kind of sucky, but it is what it is. So, I just know next year he'll be an all star, hopefully. I don't know about that, I don't know about the all star part, but um, yeah. I guess now is a good set where to go to best and worst from the opening week of the NBA playoffs. Um, I think it's safe to say where you're gonna leave with it, but I'll open the floor to you so you can further go all in with your Philadelphia support and shit. Posting uh, up your, your little city <laughs> theme song and shit when y'all win games, act like yeah, you, you know that song, Philly. You know that song, you know what it is. Yeah. Um, obviously, the best of the week is uh, I think Golden State's lineup and Most Jordan definitely. Poole. Those dudes are killing it. Like, I got to say, this has probably been the most exciting I've been for the playoffs since the bubble. Um, Golden State is looking fire. And it's more, and it's adding more to the narrative that Jokic is trash when it comes. He's to, not trash. When it comes to I, it. I'm, when I'm it comes not, to the playoffs. I'm, I'm not going to let you When it comes do, to the playoffs. I'm, I, I misspoke. When it comes to the playoffs. I'm, I'm not going to let you do that. I'm not gonna let you do that. Uh, that was bad. Did you hear that last part? No. <laughs> no. Oh, you can't hear me. Yeah, we can. Yeah, I, I said uh, when it comes to the playoffs, uh, Jokic is trash, and it's just adding more fuel to the fire that and uh, Joel Embiid is the MVP, even though it's a regular season award. Season award. The postseason has nothing to do with that. Yeah, your yeah. audio's kind of going in and out, but we 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 hear you yeah. clearly. We we understood what you were saying. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not gonna allow you to disrespect Jokic like that, um, Donnie. You saw that man got ejected, right? Okay, I mean, bro, like he's they, like, they've been locking that man up, Draymond. <laughs> it, it's him. It's him against. The fucking uh, lethal weapon three liner. Like here we there's, go. There's, there's no Jamal Murray. There's no Michael Porter. He literally carried the Nuggets to 48 Ooh, wins. One question, one question. Is he the MVP? Yes or no? Yes, he is. And right. yeah, deep down, case you know. Settled. Case settled. You should be able to lead your team. It's a regular season award, bro. He's not playing the Orlando Magic in the Houston. I ain't Rock. trying to hear that. I ain't he trying to the best that. of the best. They they about to get swept yet again. And 
Nah, I'm a, I'm a... It'll be back-to-back years where your MVP has failed to reach the conference finals or failed to finish out the rest of the postseason. I ain't I, trying to hear that, bro. I think I think they'll get a game, but this ain't the first time this happened. You no, know, Russ was MVP. He got beat in the first round. I remember when Dirk won MVP, he got beat in the first round. That wasn't supposed to happen because they were the one seed, but that's when also we believe Warriors. This Warriors team, man, is phenomenal. And all honestly, they were healthy from the start of the season. They'll probably be the they'll probably be the number one seed right yeah. now. And mm-hmm. you talk about Tyrese Maxey, my best from this from this opening weekend of players has been Jordan Poole. Jordan I, I, Poole I think phenomenal. you can give it to both of them. No, no, it's Poole. Jordan Poole, Hooper, but sorry. Tyrese Maxey is come on, bro. Jordan Poole no. is making Jordan Poole is making bread during this playoff run right now. Like he's gonna make it very hard, you know, for the Warriors to resign. That's true. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Cause the thing is, but the thing is, understand is like the Warriors do some of what Toronto does with their talent. Like they'll draft these players and like mm-hmm. hone their skills in house and then bring them up. That's how Toronto got Fred Wimbley. That's how. Golden State got Jordan Poole. So it was like. I'm sorry. Maxie's good, but I'm taking Jordan Poole over Maxie any day. I'm sorry. Bro. All day. I can't. The moves that Jordan Poole is doing. I'm sorry. Did you not watch the last game they played? I, I did. I did. And like I said, I think they're both outstanding players. And they're playing and fighting way above their weight class. And I shout out to both of them. Yeah. But you're never, you're never gonna say Jordan Poole over Tyrus Maxey. Okay. You know why he's not? Because no. Jordan Poole's not wearing a 76ers jersey. Because Jordan Poole was in the 76ers jersey. He would definitely oh man, Jordan Poole that nigga. He would not be. No, like, like you I know, said. You know it. I, you know it. What you mean when you ask me the you question of the best and the worst? Who did I say first? The uh, the Warriors uh, lineup, right? And Jordan yeah. Poole, right? All right, right. So don't act like I'm biased. Like, come on, bro. But they're you said both, Tyree Maxey. You said Tyree They're Maxie both like improved. balling out there. No, because no, listen, when we talk about most improved, even like outside of the podcast, I always, I always said Jordan Poole. Because I'm like, well, you see where Jordan Poole came from, and now, like, I think he's like, I remember he's in the G League last year, bro. And now he's in the playoffs, dropping thirty, and like, you know, consistently. So it was like. If anyone's most improved is Jordan John Morant, okay, cool. But we're talking about most improved. Yeah, the fact that he didn't win, it's it's crazy. He wasn't even in the top five. Who, Jordan Poole? Yeah. Yeah, they smoked him. Most improved player of the year. For me, me it's John Morant because John – they could get MVP, so they gotta get most improved. I, I think if you're taking that route, then absolutely, uh, John Moran wins most improved. No, but if we're talking about even like it has to be Jordan Poole. I don't know anybody else. But I mean, how? No, uh, why is it not Ja? Right though. Why is it not Ja? Ja is averaging 27 a game. That's an eight point jump from last season. Jordan Poole averaged what 18 a game in the regular season? No, talk talk closely into your mic, bro. Talk more closely into your mic. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you good. All right. My thing is like 
when you talk about most improved, I think it's like we expect John Morant to average 27-30. You never expected last year. You didn't expect Jordan Poole to drop 30 in the playoff game. To me, that's most improved because you didn't expect Jordan Poole to be who he is right now. That's how I looked at most improved. Just giving John Morant most improved because, ah, oh, damn, we couldn't give him MVPs. Bro, just... I, fucks, I fucks with Jordan Poole heavy. Like, I'm, I, I'm I leading. Everybody does, yeah. I'm leading that bandwagon, but we cannot discount the fact that he's playing with Steph. He's playing with Clay, and the best point forward in the NBA. Well, that's a disrespect to LeBron, but you know, one of the arguably the second best point forward in the NBA, Draymond Green. That's what you also you also Andrew Wiggins. So he's surrounded by scorers to like you know free him up to do his thing. But it's individual award though. It's not a team award. But okay, so but John Murray is doing more with less. Is what I'm saying. So the fact that he's doing more with less matters more than a player that was once in the G League. No one expected to even make the make the team, let alone make now he's probably gonna be making the starting five game three. That's not more improved than John Moran, someone that we expect to be a star now coming off an injury. Like I get it, he came off an injury, now he's averaging twenty seven. That's good. But for me, when we talk about most improved, you gotta give it to Jordan Poole. Cause it's just yeah. like yeah, but this but this season from Jaws, the closest that we've seen from a point guard since like Derrick Rose MVP year. He had a Derrick Rose type of season. With John Morant, like he was known as a guy, okay, first two years he'll look like Mike Conley, so to speak. You know, that yeah. prototypical part that could give you like 17 points, seven, eight assists. This season he took a, a a big jump in scoring. And not only that, he led the Memphis Grizzlies to the second best record in the Western Conference with a lineup that let's be for real. And you put the and you start the Grizzly line up with the Warriors lineup. You're not taking nobody from the Grizzly line to start on the Warriors. You're not taking Desmond Bain to start over Clay Thompson. You're not taking Dylan yeah. Brooks to start over Andrew Wiggins. You're not taking Jaron Jackson Jr. to start over Draymond Green. You're not taking Stephen Adams to start over Jordan Poole, Kavon Looney, or whoever. And let's you're be wait, wait, wait. So, you, so you're telling me the Warriors wouldn't take Stephen Adams over Kevon Looney right now? No. Because Kayvon Looney is basically like he, he – Looney don't go play like about 15 minutes a game, but let's be for real. Yeah. So you can say like Steve as a Kayvon Looney, that's kind of like a wash, so to speak. Mm. But and plus with Steve as like the value that he brings as a big – like he's not a great re- – he's not a great rebounder. You know what I mean? So he does not play very physical because – I guess that due to the time, the time of OKC, because Russ was the one that mostly crashed at the boards and shit. But he's a great passer, though, but you already have that in Draymond Green, so you don't really need another, you know. Okay. I I, I don't know. I just, I don't like, I think that's just a cop-out argument. We're like, well, look at who he's, look at who he's playing with. I just feel like that's just such a cop-out argument, because when I look at the award, I just look at the individual person. You can't – Jordan Poole did not have a say in where he went, nor did John Morant. He just – Jordan Poole just so happened to get drafted by Golden State. John Morant just so happened to get drafted by the Memphis Grizzlies. But, speak, but speaking of the Memphis Grizzlies, Desmond Bain is, has also had a pretty big jump as well. Yeah, but it's not – I don't think it's as – I don't know. I just don't think it's, it's as significant – Miles Bridges as well. Jalen Jalen Burson uh balled out. No, Miles Bridges definitely like didn't Miles Bridges go to the All Star game? No, he should have. Lamelo did. Oh, yeah, but, he should, oh Lamelo, yeah. He but should, Miles, should. but Miles went from twelve points per game to twenty points per game. Yeah, this season. that's a, that's a jump. Big ass jump. Yeah, he's Miles he's Bridges in the top five, I think. Yeah, but he, let's be real. The only, the only reason why Ja 
I agree with you. No, I, I, I totally get your argument. But this is this is politics here. John Morant, like he they can't give him MVP, so they're giving him most improved. That's just what it is. And if and the thing is, if, if that's what that award is, then it was like that last year with Julius Randle. Hey man, I and the thing is now if that's what the award has now become, I think if I'm Jordan Poole, that that shit don't. Matter. If it's not a championship, then it shit don't matter to me. If I'm Jordan Poole, like, because the thing is, is like. If you're Miles Bridges, Jordan Poole, these players that I know that are definitely most improved since like last season or two seasons ago, you have to understand that award don't mean shit. It doesn't because like if that's what they're gonna do with it, all right, cool. I'm gonna still hoop and do my thing. I'm probably gonna win the chip. Okay, cool. Jordan, Poole, if Jordan Poole wins the chip, we're gonna say right now that nigga don't give a fuck about most improved. Really, like he really don't. <laughs> yeah, like, wow. and uh, and last year Jordan Poole was averaging um twelve. 12 points a game and shooting uh 35% from the field. This year he's shooting 36% from the field and averaging 18.5. So well 36% well, from the field is not good. That's true. So, hope, so hopefully you mean from three. What what did I say? You, you said, said 36% from the, field. from the field. Oh, I meant from the three. I was from the okay, three. My bad. I apologize. 36 from the field is he's just <laughs> that's, that's terrible. That's field, terrible. Field goal percentage is 43% last year. Uh this year is 44%. Yeah. That's like a running back rushing for over a thousand yards by averaging three yards per carry. Like it's not good. Well, okay, so all right. So no, I guess it's safe to say that you that we're all agreement guards to join pool, like being like one of the best from this week. Am I correct? Yeah. And Dot, you said the worst lineup, which I agree. So let's get into the worst. For me, it's quite simple. It has to be Ice Trey. Ice Trey again. Trey Young. Like, uh-huh. he had a, a bad oh, performance. <laughs> he looked a real bad against the Miami Heat, bro. Like, oh my God. And at I the, forgot about that. And at the moment of this episode, game two of the of the Eastern Conference quarterfinals matchup between he and the Hawks is officially underway. About What's to the score? Uh, start. Damn, I forgot about that. How you feel about that, Noel? Um, I feel like what well, it, it's about to kick off. It ain't start yet. They're about to, they're about to tip off. But I think for me, even watching the Raptors, watching the Hawks, those are the two teams I'm really rooting for right now. Because I, I mean, I got to, but um. I told everyone on Twitter, if you follow me on Twitter, follow me at the Lino Awesome on Twitter, because we be talking about it on the timeline. But with the Raptors, I'm like, oh, it's game one, game two. Okay, cool. We're in Philly. All right. Now, we if they go back to Toronto, it's like that, then, yeah, I think the series is, is what it is. Same thing with the Hawks. We, this, the, the thing is, we see this story so many times with these te- There's certain teams where it takes a game or two to get a feeling for mm-hmm. what this series is going to be. Atlanta is just that team. They did it last year. Last year they were like, "Oh, Atlanta's not going to bounce back from that one game loss from game one losing." They lost to the Knicks or they lost to someone in game one, and they said, "Okay, this is over." Atlanta took it to seven, won the series, made it all the way to Eastern Conference. So it's like these team, there's teams like that all around the league right now. So I think I take it as it's just game one, and that's why I kept saying it was only game one. Like now we're at game four, game three, game four, and these niggas are doing this. And okay, this is a problem. But it's only game one. And then everyone has a bad game. I mean, Trey Young is lights out from three. You know, Steph has had bad games. So I, I don't it, – it, it's just sports. It's just you're going to have an off night. It happened to be in the playoff in game one. You don't want it to be in game one of the playoffs, but 
it just kind of is what it is. You got to put it behind you. So I think Trey Young kind of, you know, that's it. That has to be his. That has to be his attitude going into game two. Like it kind of was what it was. You got to, got to put it in there. But you know, so he's definitely the worst. I would say. So you're so you're not stressing it. Is what you're saying. Not really, because it's game one. I mean, game one are always game ones are always like it depends, and you know, yeah. everyone has. I've seen some shit happen. So in my time watching NBA playoffs, some some crazy things has happened. So I mean, who who knows? Atlanta is that team we saw last season. Everyone was like, I don't know about Atlanta, and then they made all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Basically, a Cinderella story in the NBA. But you know, okay, you so. Know. Okay, so if you're not stressing, that's fine. That's fine. So if you're not stressing it, is it safe to say that they're not your worst? That Trey Young's not your worst of the week? I would no. It's still the worst. It's just I don't think they should be like, oh my god, Atlanta's done. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. Everyone has a bad game. You don't want again. You don't want to be game one of the playoffs. But yeah, he's definitely not shooting like that. Every single night for the rest yeah. of the series. Yeah, like so. let's not get it twisted. Like two nights ago, <laughs> we were praising Trey Young for how deep he can shoot the basketball, and now he has one bad game, and everyone's questioning, can he shoot the basketball? I, I like, think because, on. like, uh, aside from Embiid, um, Trey Young might be the mo- most hated person <laughs> in the NBA. I Nobody think. hates Embiid. I'm- bro. No one hates him. Be everyone. No one hates Trey Young that I know of. I mean, only people is New York, the Knicks fans. That's about it. Every time he goes to New York, it's a problem, but he handles business in New York, so I don't think it's really much of an issue for him. He's just like, mm, okay, whatever. He Trey definitely shrugs it off. <laughs> Trey, Trey is definitely unlikable. I'll give him that. But Embiid, nah, I don't think Embiid belongs in that conversation. I think more people hate Chris Paul than they hate Embiid. No, I think more they hate people. Chris Paul because Chris Paul be a. Uh... <laughs> Liddell hates Chris Paul. Yeah. This I would say more people hate Embiid um, than like. Uh, and the thing is, Embiid and Harden belong together because I saw the picture of Fred VanVleet when he was shrugging to the ref, and like Embiid and Harden are just laying there, like acting like they got fouled. And Fred VanVleet's just like, "What? Like, what are we doing right now?" No, I mean they collided with each other. But Embiid is getting too many calls, bro. That's how I was saying that like, you can't say he's one of the most hated players, but yeah, he's getting most of the he's getting to a lot more than the Raptors team itself. No, I mean like, like outside the, the officials. Quarter. That 18 more three-point, like, not three-point. Why? Because he has yet to win an MVP? No. I I mean, you can so go on reason? Twitter, and you can see that everybody just hates this, man. Twitter's filled like with dumbasses, bro. Yeah, like, they're filled with We're casuals. basing off hate. <laughs> Twitter, but come on, like, Twitter's filled with a whole bunch of dumbasses. But, um, I mean, like, I, I will say that he does get a lot of calls. Too many. But too many. When you Ooh, are a seven to three hundred pound uh hear that. player barreling down the court to the uh to the hole, like what are you gonna do? You're gonna foul him. No, no. So so here, so here's the thing you have two choices when well, three choices when you're playing with Embiid. One, you can double team him. And you could do that, or two, you can lay off him and not risk the foul, and then you end up giving him more space, and we all see how he can shoot. Or, well, I guess there's only two choices you can do. Yeah. 
Okay, so Donnie, since you're talking, like, where are you at with Warsaw the opening weekend the NBA? <clears throat> um, if if it's not the Trey Young, um, I might have to go with. I I don't want to say the Nuggets because they're because they're a six seed, so I don't really expect. I don't think people expect them to win or anything like that. But. Uh, I thought you were going to say the Grizzlies. No, no, no. Really? Although so, so they yeah. have been looking terrible. <laughs> no. Well, we can't That's say that they look because it's only been one game. It's only been one game. But it, I would admit it's kind of shocking that, you know, Minnesota, they got the jump on. No, I'm just – I think I'm more tied into the narrative of the MVP and we could potentially have a back-to-back MVP who – Get who exits the first round, so it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen for sure. That, that's what I'm more tied into. It's just like it's, I mean, Stephen A. Smith said it best, although he's not a reliable source. Last year, um, you you can't have your MVP exit in the first round, but it happened before, it's happened before, yeah. We've seen it with no Rutgers. doubt, but I'm just saying, seen it with dirt. it's definitely not a good look. This is the way I see MVP, and then we're gonna move on to pick and roll. Yeah, this is where I see MVP most valuable player to your team. I don't think records should necessarily matter per se. Like mm-hmm. to me, if you're like, if you have like, you let your team like the best record in the NBA, that means that you was a part of a very good team, so to speak. Because if you can lead the team to the one seed, some something like that. Let's say for instance, you're all the team. Chances are that that's still a playoff team, unless you're. Unless you you have LeBron James on your team, because whenever LeBron James he's to go, his whole team falls apart. So yeah, that's that's why <laughs> that's why I have no problem with Jokic winning the MVP because you take him off the team, the Nuggets are in the lottery. You know what I mean? So it, it has its most valuable player, not best player on the team with the best record in the NBA. You know what I mean? So I mean, but wasn't that one of the criterias to have the best record? Isn't that one of the uh, the criterias of the uh, MVP? You could say that, but you could also make the argument that that has been that has proven to be a false narrative time a few times already. Yeah, th- that's the question. That's like one of the problems that the MVP award criteria has. I don't think there's any like set definition of what it is and what it entails. Because one minute it's like, yeah. Because if you think, I'm sorry, but if you think about it, none of the three MVP candidates, the top three, Jokic and B, Giannis, neither one of them is in the top, neither one of them led that team to like the top two best record in the conference. Yeah, exactly. So we necessarily cannot use the whole best record argument. To me, the MVP should be exactly what it stands for, most valuable. Meaning that, okay, you take this dude off your team. Where is that team? That's why I had no problem with Russ won MVP. Because when he had that 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 first triple double season, I said, "Okay, you take him off the team. Who are they? They just lost KD, and he still led them to the playoffs. They should have won that first round, honestly. But no, actually, no, because they they played Houston that year, so no. But a year after that, they definitely I mean, should have. If we're if we're going by that logic, then if we're going by that logic, then there's that opens the door for other like. Possible because to me, like in the beginning of the season, I said Demar Derozan should be MVP because mm. you. I had no issue with that. Like if you take Demar Derozan off the Bulls right now, 
I don't think they're gonna be playing the Bucks right now in the playoffs. In my opinion, I don't think they yeah, would. Yeah, but the but Demar Derozan is also on the flip side. The same reason why they lost to the Bucks in Game One because <laughs> he didn't show up. But it's a regular season award, though. Yeah, yeah. So if we're talking about strictly regular season, if we open the floodgates of oh well, you know, if you take this person off this team, then who are they? Demar Derozan made that case, and everyone was. I even said it. I was like, yeah, Demar Derozan should. You know, even though the, the Bulls kind of plateaued after All-Star break and limped to the playoffs, I was like, you know, not really having Crusoe and Levine consistently and, and DeMar being the only person really, like, finished strong, I was like, yeah, DeMar kind of – at least most improved, at least most improved, but he should be he should be in the contention or the conversation of the MVP. And I also made similar arguments. I think he, I think he was in around. top 10. I don't think he was in top five. He should at least be top five, in my opinion. And I also made an argument for John Moran based off that same logic. Like, you basically say Giles, the team. Well, no, can't because they had a better record without him. <laughs> I mean, so, I can't say that. They were like 22 and 4 without the niggas. So. I mean, you could, yeah. you could say that about... Yeah, you're right, Jokic. Yeah. Um, you could say that about DeMar DeRozan. You could say that about Ja. Who else was in the top ten? Um, c- could you say that about uh, the Bucks? Like, if you take him off the team and he sits out for the whole year, yeah. Okay, I mean, can the you Bucks say still that? have yeah. the Bucks sort of still have weapons? I don't think they would be as high. They'll probably, probably be like a playing play tournament. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. All right. So if you take uh, Embiid off, he sits the whole season. Where do they land? They don't make the playoffs. Because so, the Bucks without Giannis, they still have Chris Middleton, they still have Drew Holiday, they still have um, a pretty solid bench. So I think, wait, like I said, hold on, time out. Maybe that's not true. They're, they're okay. They might not make the playoffs, but they'll be in the playing tournament. Yeah, I said playing tournament. I was like, yeah, they would definitely probably be in the playing tournament. They could like cause the Bucks without Giannis can beat the Hornets. Like, let's keep it <laughs> being. Like the Bucks, Giannis can still beat the Hornets. Chris, you talking about Chris Wilson, Drew Holiday still running point. Um, they got Brooke Lopez, right? Brooke Lopez, Divincenzo, Bobby Portis. Like, yeah, so they have some but, dogs. Yeah, they still have a bench. Like they still can play. So it's like, I feel like the the Bucks just aren't the Bucks without Giannis. He's just kind of the face of the franchise. Giannis makes them a championship team. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what, it is. and that's what makes them valuable. I mean, that's why they. That's why they won. <laughs> and B makes the 76ers a lock for the playoffs. He does not make them a championship team. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. I see that. Yeah. Because I don't think Embiid can – right now, I don't think Embiid and – I don't think Embiid himself can take the 76ers to a championship. Just himself, I don't think he can take them to a championship. Just I, I think he could. I think he just, could. So, it's just Embiid, no help, just him. With with the squad he has now, take out James Harden. Take out James Harden. He not taking I mean, the championship. They, I mean, I, I I think he gets him to the the finals. He's, before, but they're not getting the championship. Hold finals. on, hold yeah. on. Time out. Before Harden got there, weren't they like a six seed? When um and B was down with COVID and our whole team was down. Um, we were sliding between November and December and beginning of January. So yeah, yeah. yeah like a six seed. And that was with him, so that's what I'm saying. With MB, you're definitely in the playoffs. With no, Bobby. I mean, 
Tobias Harris was out uh, with COVID. Um, Danny Green, and I want to laugh when I mention him. But... Are we really checking for Danny Green? <laughs> That's why I said. Like, are we really checking for <laughs> Danny Green? Was that, that ball in the finals? There, there was a point where um, I think two of our games were rescheduled, or we had to play with like seven players. We had somebody dress up like in uniform and like be on a bench or some shit like that. So there were games where we were like down with like hit with COVID for like a month straight. Yeah, yeah but, you're right. You're right. But I just I, I don't know. You're right, but I just don't think But I, I, I do agree with your sentiment. Um having MB doesn't make them a a finals because we haven't seen that yet. But I do think he can propel them to the Eastern Conference finals. I think yeah, but to I think the I think the seventy sixers still have that hump to get over, and I don't think just having Embiid is enough to to get. Yeah, over. yeah. Like I I will consider this season a success if we get to the Eastern Conference Final. Anything less than that is it's horrible. It's a because you had the Hawks beat you last season. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Exactly. Well, well, prepare to get disappointed, bro. Because even y'all wouldn't say I don't see y'all getting past Miami. Mm, I, I think we can skate past barely. Miami, because yeah, because out of bio with PJ Tucker, that's that's pretty good defense against him. And you have Tyler Hero coming being the sixth man. Yeah, Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry still can shoot a little bit, and Duncan Robinson going to sit in the corner and make his fifteen points a game from three. Yeah. So shooter, exactly. like, like, like I said, I I think we skate through, but it'll it'll definitely if be a anything. Tough fight. It'll probably go to Game Six. Yeah. But the way I, yeah, but the way I see it for MVP, if you take a take away Jokic's the history, two thousand points, one thousand rebounds, five hundred assists, first player NBA history to do that. You look at the top three. You take I mean, Giannis, if you take Giannis okay. off the Bucks, they still a playoff team, barely a playoff team. But with him, they're a championship team. You take Embiid off Philly, they they still got James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris, all those dudes healthy. They fight for the plan. They might get in as a low seat. You take Jokic or Denver, knowing that they did not have Michael Porter for most of the year. Jamal Murray did not play a game. I mean, but, if, it, but if you're going to use that logic, logic where he didn't have most of his stars for the uh, season, I mean, couldn't they you say the same? Games. Couldn't you say the same about James Harden because he didn't get to the Sixers until like two months, like left in the season or a month and a half? Okay, but what did James Harden really add though to Philly? Exactly. So the narrative that you're saying, oh, like uh Jokic deserves to win it because he didn't have no help. Isn't that he the did. same thing you're saying? Because you but you no, literally no, just no, said no, no, oh, no. Okay. but here's the thing. If you if you put Jays Hard on Denver, that's a 50 plus one team, and they probably might be top three, top four in the West right now. But yeah, you just you can, but you just you said what did James Harden add to Philly? Yeah, based off in regards to your expectations, fan base expectations, he did not look like he did not look like Houston James Harden. He did enough though. He had okay, like, all right, but exactly what you just said. He did. He didn't look like that. just. He didn't look like Houston James Harden. So he why did. would you? So why would you, you put get, him? You, so why would get. you put him in the same sentence? Put him on the Nuggets and just say they have fifty point win teams when he hasn't yeah, been looking like because himself. because Denver did not have no other player averaging over sixteen points per game. You add that to Denver with what Jokic okay, did. Okay, so basically what Lindo is saying is a case by case base of, of expectations of you go to the 76ers, twenty one is not bad, but it's not what we expected. But you go to Denver, 
and you do you average 21 and 21 10 and 21 6 it's mm-hmm. a jump because like Bell said no one was really averaging over 16 points okay so i right. think that's what he's saying is like the expectations of each team is different because it's like we want you to average more but denver's yeah. like we just want someone to average above 16 like <laughs> Yeah, That's it. I, I'll agree with that. At this point, what, what I'm looking for James Harden for the rest of the series is to continue to contribute. He's been really fundamental in his production with Tobias Harris and Tyrus Maxey. Um, I mean, obviously, Maxey has been s- such positive on him or the other way around. So just keep doing what you're doing. Um, 25, I'm cool with. I think he had uh, 14 assists last game or something like that. Harder? I think. I think. I'll have to double check that. But I'm just looking for him to produce for other people. I, I really don't care about his points. And, he, and he's doing a good job of that right now. I think he's making the game easy for Atari's Maxi. So, yeah, that's that. all I want. <laughs> all right. So let's go. Last 10 minutes for pick and roll. Only got about three questions in this regard. Yep. First off, let's start because. um. I personally thought that the LA Clippers was gonna get to the playoffs, right? And I think um, we all did. But Paul George got sick, came down with COVID, that fucked it, everything up, and then they lost to the Pelicans, who got mighty whopped out by the Phoenix Suns. So let me ask you guys this: Do you feel like, because obviously the playing tournament has been phenomenal the first, although I believe this has been like the third year to play it, but um. Because the bubble, but uh, the play, the past year has been phenomenal. You know, we got to see LeBron James and Steph last year. We got to see Kevin Durant in it this season with Kyrie. So I lead their teams in. You got to see LaMelo Ball lead a young Hornets team and all that. Paul George was in the play with the Clippers. Even though they were healthy, they would not have been in that. Let's be for real. But prior to the play kind of like last year with the Warriors, like with Steph, like they were in. You know, you had no playing tournament, they would be in the playoffs. Do you feel like the NBA should do away with the playing tournament? Are you picking and rolling with that? Um, I'm rolling with that. I, I think anybody can agree. It's it's fun to see it. I like it. I like it's seeing teams better. I like it too, but let's be real. The Pelicans, really? No, but I think people – but see, the thing is I hate that argument because, like, Everyone talks about oh, like the Kings probably get, like teams like that. Like, oh, like they why? Like, but if, but the thing is, the playoffs, if the playing tournament wasn't a thing, they're like, okay, well, what about the Pelicans? What about these teams that you know what I'm saying that want that chance? So it was like, it's just more basketball to watch to me. Yeah. And like, yeah, like the Pelicans isn't a big market. New Orleans Pelicans is a big market. They don't really have superstars, but. You know, look at the Hawks. You know, there's teams that can make a run. And I think it just makes the playoffs more interesting than just, okay, you know the you know the you know the you know the big teams are gonna make it Phoenix, Golden State, whatever, whatever. It used to be the Lakers, like you know what I'm saying, you know the big teams, but I think the playing tournament gives a more March madness type of expectation where it's like mm-hmm. anything can really happen. Just like like I said, I go back to the Hawks, but that was truly a Cinderella story because no one expected them to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. But they played the playing tournament. They had a really terrible season. Hold on, time out, time out. I have to correct you, young blood. The Hawks were a fifth seed last year. They were a fifth seed? They were a fifth seed last year. This this seed, they were in the playing, but they weren't in the playing. Okay, this were in the playing tournament. Got you. Wrong. I think it it does more for, like, the city and its young players for the uh, the playing tournament. To give them hope. 
Yeah, I, I think uh, the Pelicans learn from Nick's experience and gets better. Yeah, it's a good spread, but I could just imagine they had Zion Williamson. I think that series would look a whole lot. I think you just got to leave that Zion train behind, dog. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> it's raps. Like, I don't know what else are we waiting for, bro. It's raps. Like, I don't know what we're waiting on him to do. Zion's going to be the face of the NBA. Mark my words. He might as well go to New York. That's where he want to go. The only yeah. way Zion, because I'm, if, if Zion leans down, we got Duke at the Garden. Duke at the Garden. Zion, RJ, Cam Reddish. Man, it's, it's gonna be lit. Ah, uh, shit! I play you to see that. And I'm not with a Knicks fan, but bro, like you get that, man. Me like, either. The but yeah, that, the fact that the Hawks gave up Cam Reddish, that shit's still blowing. What were they thinking? And Cam didn't play but, a lot of minutes. No, I know, minutes, right? He barely played Obi, which was dumb because Obi dropped like 42 points last game of the season. I ain't hear shit from him, yeah. Then no, we'll talk about Kevin that. Knox just to not play Kevin Knox. So I don't that, man's, that man's been in the summer league for the past five years. Knox is ass. He's ass. <laughs> He's ass. <And> <laughs> Like I fuss with the player tournament as well, just about that. I fuss with the player tournament as well, but um, I can see how some fan bases could feel salty. Like, damn, like, cause nobody really gonna like give the Clippers that much credit for the season because, cause the fact that they did not make the playoffs. But but like, but here's the thing: that playing tournament, if the Pelicans won, then they 100 deserve to be in the the, uh, the playoffs. You won. You fought. Yeah, but I, they, I don't understand but, how people. Yeah, can, but they did not play the Clippers. They it doesn't matter. It bad doesn't bad. matter who they play. They fall for that spot. Plain right. and simple. End of right. story. Right. End of story. You got. It. You got. It. All right. So next up, Kyrie Irving. Basically, you know, got oh, to hostile situation with Celtics fans. He flipped, himself. He flipped them it. off and shit. I love no, it. No, no says he love it, but um, he feels though. Kyrie Irving should just focus more so on the task at hand. That basically being again the Brooklyn Nets out of this series, considering the fact that hey, like you know, the the season kind of went haywire. James Harden went out simply because like, he wasn't available for the early part of the season. So even though he played a great game, he played a great game. But do you feel like so Kyrie are we questioning his mental um, mental ability to be in the moment? Is that what you're saying? No, more so as of is he wrong for basically going back at fans? Like, should no. mostly just take that? No, shit? no, no, because no. No. no, because I only say no because like my thing is fans need to understand that like these are still people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they need to understand like yeah, they may be hoopers and yeah, they play ball. Yeah, you paid a ticket to come see them play, but at the end of the day, they're still they're still people. You can heckle. That's cool. But Kyrie's like they call me. He's like they call me pussy. This pussy, and he was. And the thing is, Kyrie has no hate for Boston. He's like I don't hate Boston. He's like I just it just didn't work out. I don't know why. He, I think it was a press conference. I mean, he, Bro, he did he, step on their logo. Exactly. Like, come on, man. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I'm using his words. I mean, I'm using okay. his words. He okay. said there's no. He said okay. that he has no issue with Boston, and so but it was his, like, yeah. But his words know. already. But his words already mean shit. Cause he said he wasn't gonna leave Boston, and he left. Yeah. I, I I feel like he's contradicting himself because he says he has no hate for Boston. That's yet, what they're pissed at. He but yeah, they when, when they're like that. when they're calling you out your name and calling you this, and you're throwing yeah. up middle fingers three times a game, like either play like you obviously care so much. Um, I mean, I mean, 
I mean, trust me. Just no, play. Donovan, just play. No, Donovan, imagine playing the biggest stage. You're in the playoffs. Cool, you're playing. And for a whole 40 minutes, 48 minutes, whatever, people are just on you. Inbound the ball, whatever. Bro, that's, you hear that's that. basketball, bro. Like Harry said, it's gonna fuck with you. Not really. I could tell. I could tell y'all niggas never been. In no, it, it wouldn't fuck with me personally, because if, because Kyrie is not wrong, but in my perspective, I wouldn't give a fuck because at the end of the day, I still go home to my ten million dollar house yeah. out there on the island or what have you. Like the the fact that basketball players can hear. In those uh those arenas and shit. That means like you're that. not focused. You're not really focused. It's it's tough because I can that barely care up in the nosebleeds when I can barely afford the tickets. So yeah, I mean that's what uh it's Calvary, you said you had a date, so y'all sit up in the nosebleeds. Yeah, yeah. It was the first day. You think I was gonna uh, take her take her down course side or something like that? <laughs> oh, Probably got a second day if you did. Nah, we, we ain't there yet. <laughs> up there, up there, up there. I but mean, um yeah I, I i get like you you got to pick a lane like i don't want to say shut up and just play basketball but you got to block out that mental noise like if you really don't care then show you don't care in your performance but you throwing up middle fingers behind your back and shit like this and then talking in the media addressing comments just say no comment get back to winning this game win this series and move on so Come on, yeah. you, but you can't be stamping on logos and shit like that. Like, that, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he, I think you, I think Donovan, you are right. It takes a certain type. I think it kind of just comes with it. I think mm. I kind of see both sides because it comes with the territory of playing a professional sport. People are going to hate you, they're going to help you, whatever. But I think, like Kyrie said, he was like, you know, it's bound to get to you at some point. And I get, I get, I understand it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just, it makes it fun. I think the NBA yeah. now is pretty soft. And I think Kyrie expressing himself just a little bit was like, oh, I like this. Because a lot of people on Twitter were like, oh, he's we have a villain of the playoffs now. You know, it made this more interesting. And, yeah. and, it, and it does. So going into game two, it's like, you know, what's Kyrie going to do next? You know, how is he going to respond? Are they going to win the game? Is he going to drop 50? Like, it makes it a little bit more interesting to watch knowing that, Boston fans, they're probably gonna double down because they know that they they mess with him. They got into his head, so yeah, it's interesting to but see. Not, so not only that, but like that's part of basketball culture in general. Like you go to like the cage, or you go to Rocket Park, or Dykeman Park, you go have hecklers, man. So yeah. that's just part of basketball. That's the way I yeah. see it. You know, I don't feel like all oh, fans should just need to just show, just sit down, watch the game. Like, cause no, when you play um ball in the streets, like that's that's what it is. You know, like you always gonna have that one person that's gonna be talking hella shit, but they can't play. You know, exactly. like that's just part of the culture. But um, mm-hmm. let's move on. Let's move on to the last one because you know we gotta get out of here. Marcus Smart, defensive player of the year. Did he deserve it? Are we are we picking that part? Are we rolling with the fact that Marcus Smart, like, yeah, he was a. I'm gonna roll with it. I think he. I think he does. I think he deserved the defensive player of the year, and to be the. Uh, He's like the first guard since Gary Payton to win Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, so, yeah. I I give it to Marcus Smart. He's a dog on defense, so I'll give it to him. I believe I said, but Kyle Bridges from the Phoenix Suns should win Defensive Player when we did our prediction yeah. last week. But I don't have no problem with Marcus Smart. Celtics, they are like my second team. Like I fucks with them. I fucks with Marcus Smart. He's a dog. Yeah, 
So yeah, him being like the first guard to GP to win it, I think that's a beautiful thing. Like Wait, the Celtics are your second team. Yeah. No, did he ever say this? I said playing songs, bro. Yeah, oh, no, okay. he he has not said this. I can. Oh, I cannot deny it, bro. It's the same situation with the uh, the Ravens and uh, the NFL and shit like that. Y'all niggas, bro. Like <laughs> y'all can be remember the dumb shit I say, but whenever I look at good, I had to check with Noel because I was like, that's the first time I ever heard you say some shit about the fucking Celtics. Man, whatever, bro. I said last week that was my second. How many times you been to Boston? Huh? Never. How many times you? So why did your team? You know why? Because I fucks with Kevin Garnett. And I love the energy they brought. And Rondo's my favorite point guard of all time. And he's a Celtic. I, I do remember you supporting Rondo. All right, I'll give you that. Yeah. I, I just never heard you say Celtics. <laughs> Your favorite yeah, team. You guys, you guys are my closest friends. I might bring them on the show one day. They can vouch for the fact that I'm a Celtics and, and a Mavericks fan. No, but you ain't rapping those Mavericks. I ain't hear you say shit about them all podcasts. I mean, we won yesterday. Janet Brunson dropped 41, you know, but... But I said that. <laughs> okay. <no. laughs> so much for a fan. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't... I don't want to talk about my favorite team. Like, I can't be like you showing up with a with a Joel and B jersey repping my fan. I'm like, I'll shout try out, to be... Shout out. Philly. I'll try... I'll try to be an impartial journalist here. Man. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Okay. Like, that's what it is. Fuck that. I rep my team 24-7. Red, white, and blue. These colors don't run. Yeah, you rep you rep for America. <laughs> red, white, and blue. Oh, All hell nah, the fuck US. America. <laughs> <laughs> and with Let's that, you said red, white, and blue. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> red, white, and blue. Uh, <laughs> wrap it up. Nigga said fuck America. <laughs> All right, so let's plug ourselves on the web out here. No, let everybody know they can find you on social media. Uh, you know, also on everything shit. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, the whole nine yards. Um, I'm trying to fit it. I'm not really doing nothing creative right now. I have some film scans coming back. I have a piece on trueofculture.com by Atlanta Streetwear Market. I'm actually be at Atlanta Streetwear Market this weekend covering that. Um, shout, so shout out to Atlanta Streetwear Market. Um, be on the lookout for the writer for that, and um, we're gonna do some off the rack articles with some brands, and yeah, yeah. that's about it. Back to back years covered the, the Atlanta Streetwear market, so shout out to the team, shout on out. Mr. Radio Donnie. Everybody know where you at, you know, your radio schedule, all that good. shit. Yeah, uh, you can follow my social down below. Um, check out my radio uh show weeknights 11 p.m. to 3 uh, 3 a.m. Uh, at live 95 all Um, I'm hoping to secure. I talked to Liddell, hoping to secure a major interview with a guy, a rapper. He loves college, ladies and gentlemen. That's, yeah, the that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. As for me, Liddell the Fashionista on IG. I'm also the modern Truba Culture IG page, but I'm happy to admit I finally got some help with that. I just hired a new social media correspondent, Miss Ava Torres. She will be officially handing in accounts tomorrow, so that's gonna free me up for doing. Some yeah, stuff. hopefully she can get our TikTok popping, yo. Yeah, that's gonna free. That's gonna free me up from doing some more important shit. Remember to like send out emails and making sure. Hey, hey, my- speaking of. 
Okay. Oh shit. We a month out from um festivals and stuff like that. You you getting emails? Because I ain't getting nothing yet. I just want to check, you know. Yeah, you get anything that you have sent us to? Bro, I got like <laughs> bro, I got like over 300 emails I got to check, bro. Hey. Yo, uh Liddell is looking for a um a, an assistant to help with emails and all that good stuff. So yeah, I need all that shit because now I'll try my own company now to be a productive. I'm trying to get that off of off the ground and shit. So because I swear if I miss pitchfork or governor's ball or even the Nashville one. Like, I'll go to the Nashville one. Right, exactly. Americana. Me and Donnie festival. wake up in Nashville. I think that that was about seventy five percent a lot. I'm just waiting for them to simulate the schedule for like you know the um, the um, media and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's yeah, just wait. So me, Donnie, my... link up at Pitchfork. That's what this shit sound like. Yo, mm-hmm. definitely. Yo, let's go. Chicago. Fuck let's me. go. Yeah, shout shout to the shot. But ladies and gentlemen. That basically concludes this week's edition of the Out of Balance Podcast. Let us know in the comment section down below your thoughts in regards to the defensive player of the year, Kyrie Irving, the controversy in Boston. Uh, what else? Should the NBA keep the playing tournament? Uh, what's your best and worst from this past weekend of the NBA playoffs? And as well as your predictions for the week coming up in regards to the games. We got some matches that tip off currently at the moment. So, um, you know, feel free to leave your thoughts. I'm always in the comment section, vibing out with you guys, responding. And, um, yeah, until then, please be sure to like, share, subscribe if you're new. And we'll catch you guys next week. We love black women. You know what I'm saying? Keep pushing. Yes. <laughs> we love black women except for Donnie. He, yeah. He, he like I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>